What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? We are back in action. Happy New Year. It's uh, 2022. I hope that everyone had a great holiday season. Everyone set some new goals for this new year, including new health goals. So I really am excited to be back and excited to really tap in even further. It's been very interesting, to say the least, just to see how many people are sick. Like, I don't know if you have been paying attention, but there's a lot of people that are sick. And of course, we're throwing around the C word because, again, we forgot that all of our lives, the flu existed, upper respiratory infections, cold, sinus infections, etc., etc. But that's neither here nor there. I really, (laughs) it's beyond me that we are really in the second year of this nonsense and You have yet to see mainstream media talk about diet modification or stress mechanisms or anything holistic that can help somebody get through the time that we're going through. Now, it's interesting to me because I just want to express gratitude really quick for, you know, my immune system and my IgA protein, because I have not been sick in two years. And I say this to say this, the diet needs to be modified. Our diets need to be modified. It is time that we shift the focus and really start to understand what we're putting into our body. Because if you're going to sustain health, optimal health, that requires modification of your diet. And I know a lot of people, I have this conversation numerous times, and a lot of people don't like to hear it. But at the end of the day, this goes back into the pharmaceutical episode that I talked about where we live in a nation where people want a quick fix for everything. So why change my diet when I can just take a pill that will help me with whatever ailment that I have going on, but it's going to further create something else? Or this also goes into... The concept that I talked about and living in a state of stress and how protein gets diminished, the IgA protein specifically gets diminished over time. I'm going to spin the block on Dr. Dispenza's book, Becoming Supernatural. He is a doctor of epigenetics, neuroscience, and um, quantum physics. This is stuff that we really need to start to take seriously because... Again, spinning the block on the social determinants of health, 70% of your health is affected, or should I say influenced, by the socioeconomic factors and the health behaviors. Your diet goes into health behaviors. What are you putting into your body? What are you doing for your body? How are you nourishing your body? We are energetic beings. We are electrified by the sun. So... Why is it that we're not eating foods that are also electrified by the sun? You know, we look to the meat industry, right? Now, I'm just going to throw that out there really quick. We look to the meat industry, and it's very important to some people that they choose meat 
from an animal that was grass-fed. Okay. I moved down south over the last month, and I drive by, I see farmland, and I see a bunch of cows being grass-fed. They're just eating grass. Amazing. But um, what makes you think that you can't be grass-fed? I'm not understanding. So with everyone being sick and, and being so easily prone to sickness, we have to start looking at how to nourish our body through food modification. Now, I started reading another book. Well, I actually finished it, but, um, you know, I'm always talking about some type of book, but it's an emphasis on alkaline herbal medicine, and it's called, you know, Reverse Disease and Heal the Electric Body. This book really spoke volumes because there was so much information in there, especially pertaining to studies done in the early 1900s. So there was one specific study that the author talked about um, in 1914 where they saw that rats grew faster with animal protein versus plant protein, which made a compelling argument that uh, plant protein wasn't sufficient for growth and development, which is how the animal industry was able to dominate and Providers began to be convinced that animal protein and was the way. Whether it's you're mixing animals and vegetables, however that may be, this is something that a certain provider, um, they actually talk about him. His name is Dr. John McDougall. But he was on top of organizations, like on their ass, like white on rice, about acknowledging plant protein to be a complete protein because it is. Plants go through a series of, whether it's photosynthesis, they go through a series. They have a complete chain of chemical compound, and that's what this book talks about. Again, we are electric beings charged by the sun. It is in our best interest to eat foods electrified by the sun. So... This book also specifically talks about the original African genome and how in Africa, many moons ago, people were eating primarily plant-based. Through migration of other populations, the temperatures and the weather could not produce the same level of plants as Africa. So the diet began to modify into eating meat. Okay, but that further changed the genome, the original genome. Again, I've talked about genetic mutation, the influence of healthy expression. So why is it that we're still in denial that plants are sufficient? Plants have protein in them, my friends. Yes, animals have more protein in it because they're animals. So I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to tell you to become a vegan, vegetarian, because I personally don't stick to labels. I don't like to label myself. I do know that I eat primarily plant-based, but I will have something from time to time. Everything in moderation. But when you're living 
in a in your world where your diet is primarily animal product, of course you're going to create disease because you're not even electrifying your body with living plants. So again, look at it from an energy standpoint. You're a living being. You're a spiritual being, electrified by the sun, but you're taking in dead energy. So first it's already dead, and then you got to cook it, so it's like double dead. You don't think that it's going to shift your natural energy state. You don't think that it's going to make you feel down and depressed. You don't think that it's going to create disease. We need to really start to open our eyes and really modify our diet. There are a lot of religious cultures that don't eat pork. I remember seeing something one day that said, um, a pig was not on Noah's Ark. (laughs) You know, we're not going to get into that, but that made me laugh. Because pork just might be the devil. But that's neither here nor there. We have to get to a state of being where we are energetic. We are charged. Our body is creating healthy expression, healing from the inside out. And we do that by going back to the basics, embodying more plant-based foods. I'm not telling you to go complete alkaline base. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying try to incorporate more vegetables, more fruits, less meat throughout the week. Some meats can take, I believe, what they say, two to three days to digest. So now if you're eating meat every single day, you don't think that you're backing up your digestive system, which further creates obstruction, which further creates disease like stomach ulcers, um, acid reflux, stomach cancer, GI issues, diverticulitis. Like this goes on and on and on. So I also want to talk about the mind and being connected to the body. Are you expressing gratitude to your body? Are you thanking your cells? Remember, your cells are living being like not living beings, excuse me. Your cells are live. Um, even to the subatomic level, they are live. So one thing I like to do daily is express gratitude to my body, my immune system, and my IgA protein. Because again, the IgA protein is the body's natural flu shot per Dr. Dispenza. However, over time, that protein is diminished through living in a constant state of stress. So it is time to strengthen and bring life to that protein so that you can bring life to your immunity. One of the things that I speak on when I do speak to this is, you know, I express gratitude for my cells, even on the subatomic level. I express gratitude to my organs for working in harmony to make my, um, to protect my hosts and keep me at optimal vitality. I also go further to say, I thank my blood cells. I thank my IgA protein. I thank my immune system for keeping me free of illness, free of COVID, free of sexual disease, and free of any disease. Words are powerful, but you have to believe it. You have to believe it. It's like over time, we've become brainwashed 
that the only way we can get strong and live healthy is by eating animals. But that's not true. I feel very strong. I feel very healthy. I feel the most healthiest that I've ever felt in my life. I don't eat red meat. I barely eat meat throughout the week. I'm telling you, try it. See the change in your energy. See the change in your health. But it's interesting because I did see another meme too that said, um, you know, the internet is funny. But no, you're not lactose intolerant. You're just not a baby cow. Whether we like to believe it or not, dairy, dairy and increased dairy consumption creates mucus, which further leads to all the pulmonary issues, the asthmas, the the mucus buildup from dairy consumption like cheese and milk. It's just, I'm sorry. It's just troubling for me to really try to wrap my head around the fact that this still isn't being talked about. It is, but not in the light that we need it to be talked about. If you learn to lessen your dairy consumption, I'm sure you'd see a change. See a change in your body. See a change probably in your breathing. We have to get out of the mindset of wanting to have a full meal of meat and veggies or even three meals a day. That's another thing we don't talk about. Three big meals a day. It's kind of like your mind has just convinced that you need to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day and sometimes have a snack, right? That is not true. Why is it that more people aren't fasting? Because I can assure you, when you learn to fast, you will get to a state where you can actually feel your body telling you that it's time to eat. When's the last time you realize that your body was telling you that it was time to eat instead of your mind? It's interesting to me that we continue to push and push, you know, three meals a day and get this and get this and get this for all your vitamins and yada, yada, yada. Bro, I'm tired of it. I'm absolutely tired of it. The body, I believe, is comprised of 102 or 103 minerals. CMOS has 99 of those minerals. Get some CMOS. Eat more green smoothies. Start even by intermittent fasting, where you're going 12 to 16 hours from your last meal to your first meal, so your body can take the time to properly digest. It is important that we start to look at diet modification because that is going to be the biggest, your best friend. You know, in this, in this uh, fitness world where they say 80% is diet, 20% is um, fitness? Cool. In the, in, in the whole health world, I'm here to tell you that 80% is diet. Diet modification. And we can also go and talk about toxic ingredients. This is something that I've learned to love. Again, I will be that person that is in the grocery store looking at the ingredients in the back, trying to understand what it is that I'm putting in my body. Just like you like your house clean, your car clean, whatever it is that you like to do to make sure you feel comfortable, why is it that we're not looking at our body in the same way? You have one life to live, one physical life. 
in the, per, in the being that you are? One physical life. Why is it that we're not taking the, ne- the necessary steps to really understand what we're putting in our body? I'm going to give you an example. The chemical BHT. You can look on a lot of preserved stuff and see that chemical there. But it's linked to cancerous tumor growth. You can look on the back of certain things and see propylene glycol, which is antifreeze. You want antifreeze in your body? Some things have butane in them. MSG. (laughs) MSG increases headaches, nerve damage, heart problems, seizures. My favorite one is cooking oil. Lord knows I only cook with grapeseed oil. You can cook with avocado oil, grapeseed oil. But have you ever looked at the front of a bottle of oil that you're cooking with? And does it say high temperature cooking oil? You should check that. But even certain oils, they'll say that they're healthy, heart healthy. But more often than not, these oils contain high levels of omega-6, which further lead to heart, um, further lead to heart disease. Excuse me. We could talk about parabens. Parabens stop mold in the yeast in food, but can disrupt hormones and has the potential to be linked to breast cancer. Let's talk about aspartame. Aspartame is in all kinds of things. You know, when you go to the provider and they tell you, you know, switch your sugars, go to a different alternative. Right. Aspartame can create dizziness, blurred vision, headaches. High fructose corn syrup. This one's interesting. Can lead to obesity, diabetes, heart problems, arthritis, insulin resistance. You know, a lot of people have to realize that they are addicted to the ingredient. They are addicted to sugar. They are addicted to salt. This is a real thing. But it takes for you to recognize and acknowledge the addiction. And I'm going to give an example. Not to come at my mom. I love her. She started making a lot of diet changes. Something came up for her at the doctor's. And she started making a lot of changes. And she's no longer dealing with that health issue. However, I remember telling her to increase her water intake. And I'm watching her drink this water. And I'm like, what is this water? And I'm like, this probably has sugar in it. And she's like, no, it don't have sugar in it. It says sugar-free, blah, 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 blah. I turn the ingredients around. Sucralose. 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 And all the different packets. Okay. Well, sucralose can cause swelling of the liver and the kidneys, and sucralose is also sugar. Water don't need 20 million ingredients in it. It just needs to be water. Now, I shared this on my Instagram page, but red dye number 40. this This one's one of my favorites. Because, you know, there's a lot of children on ADHD medication. A lot of children. And I have a family member who even tried the ADHD medication to see how it would affect her. And she was like, this is absurd. This is absurd. But I I need you to understand that red dye number 40, not only could it be linked to cancer, but it causes hyperactivity in children. So what what are your children going to school eating? I mean, we already talk about it. School lunch is not sufficient for health. We already know that. But if now we're sending kids to school eating certain cereals or certain 
bars, granola bars that we think are nutritious, but it has these substances in them. And you expect for them to sit through school for six to eight hours, however long that may be, and be focused without the proper nourishment, without fruits and vegetables. As an adult, I personally don't even like sitting through things for eight hours. And my diet is relatively healthy. Now imagine a child that is hyped up on red dye number 40 and high fructose corn syrup. And you really want them to pay attention. But yet, instead of looking at diet modification, we're quick to prescribe something. Quick to prescribe something. And you know, I'm not sitting here to say that all medication is bad. I'm not sitting here. I mean, I know what I believe in, but I'm not sitting here saying that. What I am saying is, give the diet modification a chance before you start to pump medications down their throat and into their systems at young ages. Give the diet modification a chance. You can start to look this stuff up. Look up the ingredients. Look up toxic ingredients online in foods and other substances. And you will start to realize that you're putting a whole lot of chemical in your body when we're electrified beings. Again, I'm going to spin the block on this. I'm not telling you to be a vegan. I'm not telling you to be a vegetarian. But what I am telling you is start to understand what it is that you're consuming. Start to understand and look to how you feel when you're eating certain foods. Create a food diary. Try going a few days out the week without any animal product and see how you feel. Because I promise you, you're going to feel different. And journal those days where you don't eat animal product versus when you do and how your energy feels, how sluggish you are. Even with oils. Greasy food, oily food, fast food. That creates a big difference in your energy levels. In your overall health. In, in your mental level. Because it is important that we are feeding the body. Feeding the body with colors. Refer- referencing to the chakras. Feeding them with those colors. Those regions can be nourished with those colorful foods. Red foods for the root chakra. Orange foods for the sacral chakra. Yellow foods for the solar plexus. Green foods for the heart. Blue foods for the throat. Third eye, let's get some indigo purple foods. It is important that our foods are colorful, not colorless. And it's also important that we start to understand again that we are addicted to toxins. I remember seeing, um, there's like, TikTok's like pretty big, but I don't have TikTok, however. I remember seeing um, one person from another country getting like food from our country sent to them. And they test it out and whatever, whatever. And it was things such as chocolate where they were like, oh my God, I can taste the poison in this. Like, this ain't chocolate. Look at your ingredients. I don't care what nutritionist, what provider. I don't care what they say. Because I've seen nutritionists tell people to switch to certain um, sweetener alternatives. And even that has the worst chemicals in it. So I don't care what your educational system has told you. Do it for you. Be your own nutritionist. Be your own health advocate and watch how your health changes. Watch how your overall mind state changes. Watch how your energy level changes.
it's even interesting if you can um, see a few vegans talk about this, but um, when you're eating certain vegetables with certain meat, because the digestive process for meat is longer, the vegetable in itself gets turned into mulch so that it can digest the meat. So what is the point? What is the point? It is really time that we start, well, it's been time, but start to take your health into your own hands. Start to increase your immunity through prayer, meditation, affirmation, diet modification, getting physically fit, moving your energy. And and I, I say moving your energy because I know for myself, right, I love the gym. I've been going to the gym steadily for the last three years, and that has changed my life drastically. That and my diet modification. However, if there's ever times that I take a month off or I'm just slacking and I take two months off, I feel it in my mental well-being. I'm agitated. I'm angry. I have to move my energy. Energy is not meant to stay put. It is meant to transfer and transform. Give your mental body a chance. Give your physical body a chance. Give your emotional body a chance. So you can enlighten your spiritual body. This all ties in together. Again, there's no separation of health. The pineal gland, where the third eye chakra is located, that's a real thing. That connects you to spirit. That connects you to your most highest levels of your intuition, your inner knowingness. However, it's been proven that chemicals calcify the pineal gland. It gets calcified. So... When you start to change your diet and incorporate more plant-based foods and foods charged by the sun, you will start to see your body respond in ways that you could never imagine. And again, let me just say, this isn't something that is done overnight, so please don't take this as me telling you go throw everything in your house out and start over and get all this stuff because guess what? That's the quickest way to fail. You have to believe in your mind. It takes a mindset switch to allow for the health habit to switch. You can't just do something because you hate your body or do something because someone's telling you to or do something because that's what they say is right. You have to believe it is right. You have to do your research and see what you're putting in your body because that might gear you to make the change. Where I'm at now did not happen overnight. It was a series. First thing I cut out was red meat because I saw how it disrupted my my GI system. I saw that it created acid reflux in me, made me sick to my stomach. So I don't want to feel that way. I cut it out. For a while, I was eating chicken and turkey with vegetables. But then again, I started to lessen and cut that out because I remember seeing um, a group of scientists talking about the high levels of sodium sodium consumption in those meats and how it is it defeats the purpose of just eating that because now you're increasing your sodium intake which further can increase your cholesterol levels so with that now i started to every other day i'd have one day fully plant based no animal product at all then maybe the next day i'd have chicken and vegetables next day completely plant based trust me i have a friend who i would 
ask all the time for guidance because she was not eating any animal product. And it was really a day-by-day process, but it also took dedication. It took me changing habits. It took me to understand what I was putting in my body. It took me to realize that I want to be healthy. I want to be at optimal health. I've worked in nursing homes. I don't want to be 70, 80 years old on 20 million medication. Hell, I don't want to be 50, 60 on medications like that. But it's all up to what you value. It's all up to what you hold most dear to you. Me, mine is my health because I truly believe health is wealth. There are 80-year-old bodybuilders. There are plenty of people that are aging well because of diet modification. Hell, there's other countries where their people live on average 10 years more than an American. 10 years. That's a whole decade. It is time to really start to take your health seriously. Because when you take it seriously, your body will respond. I assure you. Again, I am grateful for y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I really hope that you continue to spin the block with me. Because this year, we're going from hood health to good health. Peace, blessings, and opportunities, y'all.